It is Thursday, May 30th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's time for another episode of The Railing. Yesterday, a doubleheader for Scranton-Wilkes-Barre against the Rochester Red Wings. Tuesday night's game was postponed. A double dip, two seven-inning games yesterday. And there wasn't much to speak of in Game 1. Two pitches into the game, Rochester homered off of Brody Kerner. That was Nick Gordon with his first of the year in his 15th game with Rochester. And Rochester had a one nothing lead. We go into the fourth inning, it's still scoreless, and scranton Wilkesbury rallied with two outs. There was nobody aboard when Brad Miller, Ryan McBroom, and Ghost K. Coteau all walked off of Randy Dobnak. The next man up was Ryan LaVarnway. Working out of the windup with the bases loaded, Brad Miller at third, Ryan McBroom at second, Ghost K. Coteau at first. The pitch, line drive, base hit in a right center field. In to score from third is Miller. Around third, McBroom, he scores standing up. Coteau gets the wave. The relay to the plate is not in time. It's a three-run single for Ryan LaVarnway, and the Rail Riders take a 3-1 lead in the bottom of the fourth. That gave the Rail Riders a 3-1 lead, and boy, that was all they needed. Brody Kerner gave up the one run on his second pitch. His next 91 pitches were scoreless. Six innings, one run, three walks, three strikeouts, and three hits, including the solo homer by Gordon. And Stephen Tarpley came in for the three-out save in the seventh. So we jump into game two, and scranton Wilkesbury got on the board first, but then needed to rally. In the bottom of the second inning, with two outs and nobody on, up stepped Ryan McBroom. A nod to the plate. The 1-2 to McBroom. He swings and hits one well to right center field. Up the gap. This one's carrying at the wall. It's gone. An opposite field blast from Ryan McBroom. And Scranton Wilkesbury gets on the board first in game two of tonight's twin bill. He's the team leader with 12 home runs for the Rail Riders, but that was short-lived. Rochester scored five times in the top of the third inning off of Daniel Camarena, and the Rail Riders trailed 5-1. They got a run back on a sack fly from McBroom in the bottom of the fourth, and it was 5-2. It was still 5-2 in the bottom of the sixth inning. And after a leadoff single by Bravik Valera, Kyle Higashioka flew out, and upstepped Mike Talkman. Talkman with a drive towards right center field, going back English to the warning track. He'll try to leap time and cannot make the catch. Two run homer for Mike Talkman. And the Rail Riders are down by one in the bottom half of the sixth inning. His first in AAA this year. It's 5 4, Rochester. Rochester led it 5 4 after that homer by Talkman. And as we went to the bottom of the seventh inning, the Rail Riders had three outs left to work with in game two of the twin bill. And with a runner at third base and one out, the infield drew in for Rochester and Tyler Wade singled. So we go to extras tied at five and JP Fireisen notched a scoreless top of the eighth. And in the bottom half of the eighth inning with that pace of play runner, Gosuke Coteau at second base, they intentionally walked Mike Talkman. Trey Ambergie then laid down a perfect sacrifice bunt putting runners at second and third with one away. Ryan McBroom was intentionally walked to load the bases with one out and up-stepped Brad Miller. First pitch to Miller. Ground ball to the right side. Foulderspeen can't glove it. Game over. Brad Miller gives Scranton-Wilkesbury the walk-off 6-5 win. What a night for a Rail Riders twin bill sweep. It officially went as a walk-off error against Jordani Valdespin. Brad Miller gets credited with the run batted in, and the Rail Riders get credited with their sixth walk-off win of the season. 
Grant Wilkesbury also now six and one in extra inning games this year. The total doubleheader was played before 3,997 fans at PNC Field. Before yesterday's game, our very own Joe Basile had a chance to sit down and chat with starting pitcher Daniel Camarena. He allowed those five runs in the top of the third inning, otherwise was just about unblemished. He set a new AAA high with nine strikeouts over six and two-thirds innings. He's a guy that's been in and out of several organizations since the start of last spring training. The Chicago Cubs, the New York Yankees, the San Francisco Giants, the Minnesota Twins. We wanted to know how that crazy roller coaster of a year has gone for him. We're back on the Rail Riders pregame show as the Rail Riders get set for game two of the series with the Rochester Red Wings. We're joined by tonight's starting pitcher, Daniel Camarena. And Daniel, now back with the Yankees organization. First off, how does it feel to be back after about a year-long journey in, in some other organization? First off, it feels great. I'm really grateful for the opportunity to be back here with the organization that I, you know, I came up with, you know, being here and being 18 years old and really coming up through the system and just, it was like going to school here, you know? I just know everything, I know how everything works, I know the system and it feels great to be back. A couple of last starts that you've had after starting the year out of the bullpen, mm-hmm. not only with the Rail Riders, but with Rochester as well. There was one appearance in there. Is it gonna be weird to kind of face some guys who you were sharing a locker room with a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I said, you know, it wasn't, but you know, I mean, leading up to the game, yeah, sure, it'll be a little weird. Cause I just I spent the whole spring with them, you know. I was getting to know them as like a brothers, like family, as teammates, friends, and you know. Now we step on the field, and now we go to war. So, but it was the same being over there in Rochester when I came here or pitched against the guys here. You know, it was it's all fun and games, and then you know. But hey, once the game's on, it's it's game on. What is that transition like from going from one organization to the next? Now that you've had to do it a couple of times, does it does it get easier? The maybe after the first time that it happens yeah a little more comfortable but uh it's it's never easy i you know i tell my family it's like being the new kid at school you know you just you kind of got to get reacclimated. you know get to know everybody's names and just kind of figure out that system and how things work there so it gets a little easier right after, after a couple times it's not fun, but, um, you know, I'm just grateful for every opportunity to have to wear a uniform. Here with Rail Riders pitcher Daniel Camarena on the pregame show. Rail Riders getting set. Take on the Rochester Red Wings tonight. What are some of the things that you're working on this year to continue to develop your game? Obviously, everyone's mm-hmm. always working yeah. on adding a new wrinkle. Just, you know, being more consistent. I feel like I have good stuff. And whether it's, you know, one night being really, you know, sharp and the next night having a little bit of flat stuff, I'm just really trying to... Just be the best version of me every time out there. That starts with consistent work on and off the field, whether it's diet, sleeping, you know, practice, everything, and just working on little details, you know. It's nice having Phelpsy around. I've mm-hmm. I've had Tommy since 2014. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's kind of, he's almost like a dad to me now at this point. But right now, just, you know, working on getting my changeup back. You know, I felt like I threw a couple of good ones last game. Um, spinning, spinning the curveball and slider aggressively just to name some specific things, you know. But besides that, just throw strikes, get people out on a consistent basis every time out there. Yeah, you talk about some of your secondary stuff, and I know, at least in the major leagues a lot this year, we're seeing guys throwing more curveballs and sliders and traditional fastball counts. Is that something that you're working on down here as well? Absolutely. My bullpens, you know, we talk about, or we try and just simulate different scenarios, like, all right, 2-0, throw a curveball or that, and just to get more comfortable with it, you know. So once you get into the game, it's like, hey, I've practiced this 
this. I've done this a hundred times, so mm-hmm. definitely something we're working on. One of the big things this year in AAA has been the new baseballs. For, for you as a pitcher, what, what difference have you noticed when you're on the mound and, and throwing? How does it kind of affect you or, or has it? Yeah, I mean, I remember it kind of reminds me of like when we'd go to big league camp. Mm-hmm. You go to big league camp and you get these new balls and you're like, wow, they move a little more. Like they're just, the feel's a little bit different. So that that's as a pitcher, that's probably the only thing. You know, the laces being maybe a little bit lower, a little bit wound up, a little tighter. So I personally, I have a baseball around my bed at all times just to kind of make sure I keep that feel. There's a distinct little difference between the balls, and I'm just glad that, thankfully, now they have them here in AAA. So when you go up to the big leagues, it's not a completely different ball because I don't know any other sports where, you know, you completely change the ball mm-hmm. when you go up to the highest level. So I'm thankful that they did that and you know, getting used to it and you get comfortable with it and it's all the same after that. You talk about your relationship with pitching coach Tommy Phelps and mm-hmm. how you guys have worked together now for five seasons. Yeah. What is that kind of like for an outsider? How would you describe your relationship? You said like a father? Yeah, absolutely. It's to the point where like he can just kind of give me that look, you know, when it, and the little, <clears throat> you know, when he doesn't really have to say much anymore to me. He knows... He's seen me at my best. He's seen me at my worst. So, you know, it just, I don't know, the dialogue is up maybe a little bit shorter than it was. Just kind of like we know each other. He knows me. I know him. I know what he's looking for. And it's it just makes it easier. You know, it's nice. He could just tell me, like, hey, you're doing this again, like from back in this year. Or you're doing this again, and this is when you were doing good, so we need to get back to that. And Just being familiar with all that stuff makes everything just a lot quicker in making adjustments. I was Rail Riders pitcher Daniel Camarena back with starting lineups after this on NEPA Sports Radio The Game. Big thanks to Daniel Camarena for the time before yesterday's game, and a big thanks to Joe Vasile for handling that interview. And a big thanks to you for making the Rally part of your day. We hope you make the Rail Riders broadcast a part of your night. You can join Adam, Marco, and me tonight, beginning at 6.05 with the pregame show. First pitch scheduled for 6.35 on the Rail Riders radio network, the TuneIn radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later tonight.